Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten Podcast. Joining me on this rip is Uber Pleb, the Bitcoin mermaid, who joins me to talk about her journey from growing up in a hippie community, village type place in Spain, to ending up living in Switzerland, finding Bitcoin, finding work in Bitcoin, finding Orange Pill app and finding her people and getting to play one of her songs in front of Max Kaiser at the uh, Plan B Lugano conference last year. Lots to talk about. Love these pleb stories, as I'm sure many of you also do. And really appreciate all of you plebs reaching out and and happy to come on the show and, and share your stories. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Make sure you're stacking Bitcoin. Swan Bitcoin have got you covered in the US. Relay have you covered in Europe. Both of these companies are going to help you stack Bitcoin, smash buy, auto buy, take your business onto Bitcoin, change your retirement fund into Bitcoin, help your high net worth individuals or boomer parents or grandparents into Bitcoin. It's all white glove service or just download the app and start smash buying as soon as you can. Coin Corner are based out of the UK. You can use your pounds and euro. They're open to the euro countries as well. You can use Coin Corner from many, many countries in the eurozone. Set it and forget it. Your auto buys or just smash buy it with Coin Corner as well. And you can withdraw via the Lightning Network. Very, very, very handy piece of equipment. That bolt card that they ship out to you as well. And you can use that at your favorite bars and restaurants who you've managed to orange peel. Hoddle Hoddle have you covered for KYC free Satoshis, a global peer-to-peer lending and trading platform. You do not need to send across any of your documents, details, passport pictures or anything like that. You just make an account and start trading out of fiat and into Bitcoin. Wasabi Wallet are going to help you coin join and learn about coin joining and why it's important and whether or not it's a service that you wish to use. But you will have to pull these coins off the exchanges or platforms. And if you were to run them through a coin join first, then you are breaking that point of contact with them. That's the whole point of it. Then, of course, the final step is to get it into cold storage. You can use the Bitbox 2 Bitcoin only hardware wallet that's bought to you by bitbox.swiss forward slash bitten. And if you use the code bitten, You'll get a 5% discount off that. And of course, mempool.space is the place where you can go and track all of these transactions. Watch the magic happen in front of your eyes through the mempool. What is the mempool? Go and find out. What does the blockchain look like? Go and find out. Go and do a little bit of snooping around on mempool.space and use that as an educational tool as well. Conferences coming up, guys. Holy shit, so many. Uh, Use the code BITTEN wherever you see a conference and chances are you're going to get a 10% discount but let's start I'll I'll try and do them in order 
Uh, Beer Ritz Surfing Bitcoin is coming up end of this month, August, at point of release. Then we're into Riga, the Honey Badger, the Baltic Honey Badger, brought to you by Hoddle Hoddle. Again, use code BITTEN, 1st to 3rd of September. Then we're across to Prague, Liberty in Our Lifetime, brought to you by Free Cities Foundation. That's a parallel structure conference and uh, really very, very worth you going. Lots of interesting people to, uh, to sit down and talk to there from different freedom groups around the world. And then Plan B, Lugano. I don't think there's a code for that. You can try it. Try Bitten. And um, we're moving then on to next year, just announced, Atlantis Bitcoin, which is going to be in Madeira, put on by the Free Madeira organization. And um, yeah, it's going to be epic. Max DeMarco, who's done an incredible job of making a short documentary clip, just a little two or three minute teaser. Follow them on Twitter at Bitcoin Atlantis. Speakers are already lined up, such as Jack Mallers, Michael Saylor, Jack Dorsey, and many others. I'm really looking forward to that one. Again, you can use code BITTEN to get your discounts in. Consensus Network are hosting these podcasts now on their YouTube channel. So you can get over there, subscribe, and watch these in a video format if that's what you prefer. Join Orange Pill App because that is where you're going to find your tribe as you're going to hear from the Bitcoin Mermaid momentarily. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoy this rip, and I look forward to meeting you at one of these conferences that we just talked about. All that said, and without further ado, here is the Bitcoin Mermaid. All right, we're recording. How are you, uh, Bitcoin Mermaid? Yay, I'm good. Good, recovering from all the relay partying. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's talk about that before we talk about Orange Pill App because I had um, Julian and Adam on recording yesterday and they were talking about their trip to Istanbul and, and how much fun it was to see like the team, how much it's grown over like the last two years and... To have you guys on the boat dancing and having fun and you know happy for the future and engaged in what you're doing was so fulfilling tell us a little bit about the trip and what you do at relay well i do customer support since new year since uh, the first of the first um and the the trip was amazing it was like the first time i i got to meet everybody because the last summit was a little bit before um, New Year's. Um, I do know like Adam and Julian and all of them from the office because I live uh, really close, like half an hour from the office. So we see each other on Thursdays. And, and it was just, it was so amazing. It was so amazing to see everybody out of their work environment in their like, um, yeah, just being themselves, you know, like when, when people drink. <laughs> a little bit then usually they relax and they yeah they were so happy all of them had so big smiles it was so nice to see them like that like so free and and yeah just going crazy a little bit <laughs> so what was the drink what was the drink of uh istanbul there's there's oh, a special uh, yeah that's raki <laughs> it's like uh anis i guess they're like um uh, what's the English version of that? Because in Spain we've got anis del mono, mm -hmm. and, and in French would it pastis? be a, it'd be like pastis, I suppose, yes. in French, yes. right? Okay, so like an aniseed, 
I don't know, like Zambuca, is that along the same kind of thing? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. But so they mix it with water and it's yeah. it's either it looks like a vodka, uh, but when you mix the water in it like becomes like white, it looks like milky. Yeah. Which is really interesting. But yeah, so that was the the main drink. But I guess uh, I guess a lot of them uh, drank beer and other things. So it wasn't like we we didn't only drink Raki. On the second <laughs> night there was a big Raki moment. <laughs> <laughs> so how did this is one thing a lot of plebs like to learn about how you transitioned from working in a fiat job to landing yourself with a bitcoin job many people out there are trying to do the same thing what was your journey how did you make it happen what could you advise other people to do i like the last question um but first of all i don't think i ever really had a fiat job like at least not like really really uh i mean i like last year i had a job for like a couple of months in a bar it was like one or two nights uh, a week i would work there but it was only like a couple of months and actually i keep on forgetting about that job because it really doesn't even it's not even really in my radar and before that i didn't really ever have um like once I worked for a bicycle mechanic, but that was also over this uh, in Switzerland, you, you get like uh, free money off the state if you're poor and you don't have a job and you don't have studies and you don't have family and blah, blah, blah. And that is kind of my situation. Uh, so I do get this money from the state and then they force you to like work in something. So I was working in a bicycle mechanic store once, which was awesome. I love it. But it was also kind of over them and it wasn't like... um. Uh, it wasn't like something that I found because I needed a job because I wanted to have money. I mean, yes, all of that was the case, but um, so then I took the bicycle mechanic one because I was like, okay, I really, I mean, I, I don't want to participate in this society. I don't want to, like, they can all go and excuse my language, fuck themselves. Um, so bicycle mechanic, okay, yeah, I'll do that because I feel like it's something personal. Like I will enrich my life through knowing how to fix a bicycle. I think that's awesome. It's like basic mechanics. I love mechanics. It's so so it was more like I looked at it for as a personal growth thing. And like I tried to look for jobs because these social services they force you to to look for jobs. They're like, uh, yeah, we give you free money, but you gotta like show that you're willing to re-enter this society <laughs> right and it was like always looking for jobs but i never found anything um and then the few things that i was like okay yeah i could imagine like i'm kind of agreeing with their values that they represent and i could imagine working there but it never worked out mm-hmm. and i'm really happy actually now that that is like that because um it was never like a hundred percent like yes hundred percent i want to work for these people like i i believe in their values and and they're my values and like this is how i feel with relay like or with bitcoin in general with having a bitcoin job in general it feels like i can finally be in it hundred percent like with all my being with all my strength with my all my energy like everything that i am is in there and and it's just because I feel like I'm doing music since 16 years 
and I'm doing music to make the world a better place. That's it. Like there's anything I would have chosen would have been for that reason. And that when I chose what to do with my life and I chose music, that was the reasoning behind. I was like, okay, like I need to do something where I feel like I'm at least spreading a message. If I'm not, if I'm not literally like working on some machine that is going to clean the ocean or like, I don't know, some other crazy technical stuff that is really what I would have liked to do, like some engineering or something like that. Which I didn't get the chance because of uh, my complicated childhood and family and no money and just everything really hard. And so in the end, it's like, okay, music is something that um, is also like helping me. So I'm going to do this. This is uh, seems the best way that I have in my toolkit to to try and achieve what I want, which is a better world. Like, um, so so when I started to hear about Bitcoin in 2015, it was like, oh, finally, this is the borderless money that I have always been dreaming of since I'm since I can remember, like four or five years old. Like, I just thought like well I don't believe in borders and why should there be different money types like just doesn't, doesn't make sense and if it doesn't make sense for a five-year-old then it really just doesn't make sense right mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if even a five-year-old can say that like what the fuck so so uh yeah when I heard about bitcoin it was like oh finally this is here and then and then I just always felt like I'm not enough like I, I'm not I'm not good enough to actually work in a Bitcoin company. I don't have technical uh, background. Uh, I don't have business background. I, I yeah, like who who is gonna like want to hire somebody? I, like I know how to clean, how to cook, and how to play music, and that's basically well, yeah, a few other things. But but so two years ago when I got into Bitcoin more intense uh, intensely, and then like seven eight months ago when I deleted everything else like Facebook Instagram which I wasn't using for years it was just like sitting on my phone and then sometimes wasting my time like randomly once a week I would like look into it and be like what am I even doing here so I got into Twitter and then everything changed like I found the orange pill app and that's basically the reason why I went to Lugano and thanks to that everything changed because I met Max Kaiser at Lugano and and then well soon after that I met uh, Julian Lindinger um, here in Winterthur at the startup night which is also through Twitter that I saw that he was there and I really wanted to meet him already in Lugano and I missed him there so I was like oh my god like literally a week later he's like 10 minutes from my home <laughs> Oh my god! Definitely, I'm going there. So I went there. There's like I don't know, uh, 300 startups. And I went like directly to relay that the only reason. Why and and in a way, I would say that that is kind of all thanks to Orange Pill app because I wouldn't have went to Lugano if it wasn't for the people. The first few people that I talked on on Orange Pill app, they were like, "Oh, did you come to Amsterdam?" And I was like, "No, it's so sad." They're like, oh, but are you going to Lugano? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and so that's like how I, I discovered that Lugano Plan B is not just this uh, movement that Lugano has to integrate Bitcoin, but it's also the the 
the conference did that, which I kind of, I didn't get that until that point. And so like, it was a week before it happened and I was like, oh, should I go? Should I go? Okay, right. I even packed my guitar and I just left there with my Dollar Apocalypse song that I wrote for Max and Stacy, And, and yeah, then I just, I just, uh, I didn't know what was going to happen when I get, if I was going to meet there or if I was going to be able to play them the song or anything, but I just, did and and it all worked out and it was you, you got you got to play them the song yeah well um stacy didn't have time but max was there mm -hmm. stacy was working and talking and being being uh, her important usual self <laughs> yeah and max was um at the to the moon the, the satoshi gallery he was standing there and then uh, I appeared and we had already met before so it wasn't like the first time mm -hmm. the day before we met and then that, that day he's standing there and it yeah just happened improvised yeah, there's the on the orange pill jam um youtube the, the video is up the one with him at Lugano orange pill jam yeah yeah uh, All right. that's uh, youtube so the one thing um I like talking about on this show is uh how people were predisposed to Bitcoin without even knowing it before Bitcoin was even released. And you've oh, hinted. Wait a minute. Yep. Wait a minute. Like, I really like that question, but I just remembered the other question you made that I kind of didn't remember, uh, didn't, yep. didn't answer. So like you said, what would you say to people that yeah, want to get What would be your Android? advice? Okay. Yes. Yep. Um, so like, just put yourself out there. Like, just give it your all. Like, if that's really what you want, just like, just scream it out there into the world. Just go onto Twitter, read the tweets of the important people out there and follow the the Bitcoin maxis uh, that you would like to work for and then just like their tweets, comment their tweets, just be positive, just be supportive and just don't have any expectations. Like, uh, like are you, like for me, it, it, it is that. No, like I am... I'm in it for the long run. Like this is it. No, I, we're gonna die on this hill. Like fucking, yeah. I don't care if I get if I get paid more or less. I just need to survive, and I'm doing this for hyper Bitcoinization. I don't do it for Julian Linninger or for Adam, even though I love them and they're great, and I love that they're my bosses. But we're all working together on something so much bigger than us, and it's not about the money. It's about fixing the world, and yeah, we have to survive. But I think Bitcoiners look after each other and if if they see that you are there and giving it your all, they're going to look after you and you're going to get some sats some way or another to survive. And and that's, that's I think, the important thing. Yeah, for sure. And you've had a smile on your face the whole interview so far. So you're <laughs> clearly in a good place. Uh, yeah, so like th this idea of what, what was happening in our lives before Bitcoin was even released that predisposed us to finding Bitcoin. And you you already said at four or five years of age, you didn't believe in borders, couldn't work out what this money thing was, questioning life. I mean, the state must hate you because they don't like people like that, especially in Switzerland. Is that where you grew up? Yeah. Yes. So you're, you're supposed to be in school, not questioning, doing as you're told, following the rules. This is one of the, you know, being gaslit into believing you're the most neutral country in the world, one of the richest countries in the world, the banking financial center of the world. 
you know, all of this nice cushy stuff that gets fed through the education system and force fed down people's necks and into their brains and programs them. You are clearly already fighting that with every fiber of your body. Why do you think that is? And, you know, what, what are you happy to share uh, with you know some of the situations that, that led you to really understanding Bitcoin? It is definitely because I did not grow up here, like, or at least not always. Like, I was born in a hippie community in South Spain. I think that says it all. You know, hippies are very anti-money and anti-government and definitely anti-banking and credit cards. And and they are also anti-borders and they believe that we are all the one and the color doesn't matter and they believe in all the colors of the rainbow right and it's like this uh this this mentality or this values were just there everybody every child heard their parents talking about this and and then you just i mean at least for me it was something that i i guess i still am very observant and as more hypocrisy there is, as more I start to question things. And in this hippie community, there was a lot of hypocrisy as well. Mm. Not just in the outside world. And I could see like both. And it's just. Yeah, so I questioned a lot of things like for me, also, since I'm very small, money is not the problem. Like I always like I never really understood it. I could say that even now I still don't really understand it. But like money, I, I always thought when I was little, yeah, if you have a lot of money, it's your choice what you do with it. You can be an asshole or you can go and save some polar bear or some forest or like whatever you want, right? If you've got loads of money, you can do loads of things. You you decide where that money goes and, and that has a lot of power. And so I was never really agreeing with this yeah, this hippie mentality, this anti-money thing was not something that I could relate to. Even when I was small, I, I saw that there was some sort of hypocrisy behind it. As in, you're a hippie, you're saying anti-money, you don't want this, you don't want that. But you do still participate and you do still use money. So it obviously doesn't work without it completely. So it obviously isn't just evil. Like there has to be some other thing that we're just not getting yet. And I, I guess that now I understand that the problem wasn't the money. The problem was the, the, the soft money, the unsound money. And now I, I would even say that if money is real and hard and sound, it's actually like an incredibly beautiful thing and not something ugly and horrible and evil mm -hmm. but actually something amazing and beautiful that like opens up so many opportunities and and possibilities it's it's amazing to think that yeah like a hippie community they would be the perfect people to orange pill because hard sound money leads to peaceful civilization yeah and um you know a, a community that that can trust each other Whereas, I mean, they're, they're right into to not believe in the fiat monetary system. Yeah. <laughs> but they're missing like that, that thing that, you know, it links our species. Uh, th this idea of a medium of exchange that we all agree upon to, you know, uh, express value to each other. 
You got some orange pilling to do in the uh, the hippie community. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I don't know. Man. I, or are you? Are you? Have you checked out? Is, I did. I did kind of. Yeah. Well, how long were you there? How long did you uh, spend growing up there? Well, I was there like 100% until I was six. Uh huh. Well, I mean, 100%. Like we always came like for a month or two or three to visit, you know, Switzerland or grandparents anywhere. Or even like other people, just just like there was traveling. That's what hippies do, right? <laughs> but um, like our base was there in El Morion in in this hippie community, and I had all my friends there, and I felt like I was living there. My heart was there, and that was my home. But then when with six, uh, yeah, we started. Well, like my parents, they were fighting ever since ever, mm-hmm. and when I was six, um. My mother was already gone, and at some point, my dad decided to leave as well. So I, I had to leave with my dad, and then at some point, my mother came back, and then I had like backwards and forwards in Switzerland and Spain, and this and that and the other, and like the fucking nightmare began. And yeah, it's still, it's still happening. The nightmare is still happening. <laughs> oh, sorry to, uh, sorry to hear that. But um, on a brighter note, Lauren's just walked in to. Uh to ask you her question hang on a second say hello to the bitcoin mermaid so what is uh what is your question oh um why are you a mermaid oh that's a good one um it just like i guess was my destiny or maybe i have always been a mermaid um it just happened slowly things started to come like things of the sea and then my my uh, leggings my mermaid leggings they're the like last thing that happened i used to have green hair and yeah it just happened (laughs) are you a mermaid um last time i checked no but i am a bitcoin now yeah (laughs) oh that's so good but maybe maybe there is a mermaid inside of you somewhere and you just have to find her Mm mm-hmm well, when you go swimming, <laughs> what other questions do you have? Um, why did you join Orange Pill App? Well, because it's the coolest app in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's the yeah, I'm a Bitcoiner too, and uh, sometimes I get a little lonely because there's not that many of us out there. And I was like, I really want to try and find the Bitcoiners that I have close to me and maybe we can meet up and take some orange pills together yeah yeah well are you gonna are you gonna be in prague for the conference well i would love to but it's a little bit too much and i don't really want to go on my own like um i've got so much uh, work to do for lugano plan b for the orange pill jam launch party okay so when's uh, lugano gonna be this year the 21, 22nd, October? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's put that on the list. Oh, yeah, you've so got to come. So many things to get to. Where are you, where are you at? Where do you live? Where, where do you live? We're in the south of France. Ah, well, then you can come. It's not that far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we would love to. We, we want to get to all of them, but uh, they, they keep stacking up. Well, next year, next year, I'll go to all of them to play music. (laughs) 
So do you want to ask uh, your your other question about Bitcoin? My your usual question. What's your favorite thing about Bitcoin? Um I really believe that if we fix the money, we can fix the world. And I think Bitcoin is that fixed money that we need. Yeah. <laughs> Any more questions? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It was nice to meet you. Nice meeting you too. Bye. Right. So, um, yeah, where were we before? Um, you're talking about, uh, yes, it, uh, the hippie community and then uh, being moved around from place to place. Uh, so getting um, a strong feeling that, that something was up and weird in the world. So when yeah, and also because my life wasn't easy because, well... I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that had it a lot harder than I had. But, like, growing up in a hippie community with all these values about peace and love and this and that and the other, I looked at the world and I thought we live in this beautiful paradise and the only thing we have to do is to chill our bowls and enjoy and then I could like look at see all these people fighting and warring, and it's like, um, at some point, it became really hard to be happy mm -hmm. because everybody else isn't, you know. And it's just like, it's just really hard. you like come into the room like, hey, what up? And everybody's like, oh, shut up. Oh, we're not in a good mood. Like, oh. And um, so that, like, I've, I've always been, like, trying to find that one place or those people, the, 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 the place and people where I can live that simplicity that I know can be. I just, I just know we, we could all just chill out and enjoy. Like, we don't have to fight or worry or as long as we communicate and care about each other and work with each other, I'm sure there would be a way. I'm not saying we would never argue, but like, like, yeah, just like keep it in check, you know, like there is a certain limit that if you overpass that and it's just not normal anymore, it's just not okay. Anymore. And, and I've always been trying to like find that and I've never found it. And it just always felt, and it just, yeah, it still feels like that. But since I work for Relay, finally, it feels like I'm getting a little bit of a break. But still, like everything else, not like the whole world around. I, I came up with this term, planetary claustrophobia. I think this is like exactly like this is what I felt like my whole life. It's just like nowhere to escape. There is rubbish everywhere. There's contamination everywhere. There's this stressed people everywhere. And I'm just like, I just want to... I just want to like <laughs> escape, disappear, dissolve myself into thin air. Like, 
go to another planet ideally right <laughs> like somewhere where nobody's been yet and yeah I don't know um I, I'm sorry I kind of lost a little bit the what, what was the question <laughs> no 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 problem at all yeah there's a lot of stuff in there well I guess you could say you live in cyberspace now with cyberspace money so <laughs> With cyber cyberspace friends on uh, on Bitcoin, Twitter, and uh, Orange Pill app, where you <laughs> clearly found your people. Uh, so I'd like I'd love to know actually um, how many other people have you managed to to meet on Orange Pill app? Have you used it to be able to go and meet in real life and have deep discussions and find your people in in the physical space as well? Yes, I even organized a event not so long ago. Good for you. But it was like a last minute thing and um, only like two people came. Well, one came, like he came with his girlfriend. He wanted us to orange pill her. And then another girl came also from the app, but I actually had met her on the Swiss Bitcoin conference after we already connected on the app. And I don't know, like, actually, I get like a, a lot of messages on the Irish Well, it like depends. Sometimes there is like a quiet time, but then suddenly I do get like a lot of messages and it's, it's, um, yeah, well, I kind of want to use the Irish Pill app for meeting people around in my area. I don't really mm -hmm. want to write to people on the other side of the world. Like, oh, yeah, oh, nice to meet you. Oh, when did you get into Bitcoin? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, yes, all cool, but I need physical human contact. Mm -hmm. Like I've got enough virtual reality yep. happening in my life. And so sometimes I guess some messages get go under a little bit. So if anybody of those people is listening, I'm really sorry. Just write me again and I will, I will answer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I checked earlier, and I think we're like 420 miles away. So, yeah, here we go. 410, um, give or take the, the 10 or 15 miles, because it doesn't tell you exactly where everybody is. Uh, yeah, I love it. Music Musicians starting the Orange Pill Jam Project. Accelerate hyper-Bitcoinization with Tropical Paradise Island Tunes. Awesome. Gypsy Dub, Afro-Latin, Hip-Hop Fusion to Dance and Learn Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, to join, write me a DM. Yeah, so but actually to what's like the project? join... What, you you well, got to tell us. It's just music. It's just Bitcoin music. Uh, well, it, it's just really cool music with Bitcoin lyrics. <laughs> and um, yeah, you didn't, you didn't uh, hear any of my songs yet? I... I, I want to say most likely, but where would I have heard them? Well, I shared them on Twitter, of course. They are on YouTube, uh, on SoundCloud and Wavelength. But like, I guess you would have heard it on Twitter or like some people retweeted it, like Max Kaiser retweeted the songs. And, and yeah, you can just go to YouTube and listen to... There's three already released. There's, okay, mastered. and the YouTube channel is Orange Pill Jam, yeah? Yes, the okay. Orange Pill Jam project um, is like the full name, but uh, if you the handle is Orange Pill Jam, so everywhere is Orange Pill Jam. I'm going there right now. The Orange Pill Jam project. Subscribe. 
and then uh, videos. Here we go. Toxic Max in my list. Yeah, okay. Dollar Apocalypse, the Orange Pill Jam project. All right, okay. And then there's uh, the video of you actually playing it to Max here, yeah? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Three months ago. I don't think I've seen these, you know. Oh, well, you're which in is, for a treat. <laughs> which is crazy. And you know what? Actually, um, shout out to Hobby and Anders. Uh, I'm sure you know the Toxic Happy Hour uh, on Twitter or Spaces. Uh, if not, follow at Publord and uh, at Anders. Uh, they threw the Toxic Happy Hour party that was uh, sponsored by Swan in Miami, uh, an uh -huh. after party the first day, and they had this rooftop setting in a, an outdoor cinema in Miami. So you've got the most amazing kind of view and whatever else. And they, they were playing my song there. Did they? That, yeah, they were playing my song there because one of the the girl that I met in the in the um, the Swiss Bitcoin conference. She's also on Orange Pill app, and she was here at the meeting that I did, the Orange Pill, uh, the, the, the Orange Pill app meeting, huh? Whatever. Yeah, the event you <laughs> yeah. threw. Yep. So, and she's like a super, like she's one, she's my biggest fan. She's Excellent. so sweet. She um, like saw my other podcast with the Rabbit Hole stories. Right. Rabbit Hole. Yeah, and um. Yeah, she loved it and she loves my music and she was at Miami mm -hmm. and, and she she played the song on the roof rooftop terrace I mean I don't know if it was the second night or the first night or whatever but she 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 uh, sent me a video uh -huh. of the song playing on the rooftop on the that's party. amazing because what they did they had on on the the big cinema screen they had a one hour feature length movie of Bitcoin Twitter memes. And uh, everybody sat down. Well, a bunch of people sat down. You could sit on these really comfortable deck chairs and just watch the big screen out in the open air with a beer and whatever else, cocktail, whatever it was you wanted. And um, sure enough, all of the memes started coming out and everyone was just laughing. And you realize how much you've missed over like the, the last even five years because you'd be sitting there and uh, I was actually sitting next to Carla of the Crypto Couple at one point, and her memes were coming up, and she was singing along to them next to me. I'm like, this is so freaking cool. Uh, but then I would turn to her. I'm like, I've missed this meme. When did this one come out? I have no idea. I missed this one too. There's so much content out there that um, people have missed. But then some of the classics you remember from, from years and years ago. So I would once I get a chance, I'm going to go through your songs and – Either I've seen it and it clicks a memory and I can pinpoint a time in the past that I remember it dropped or, or it's brand new and it's um, it's gold, you know? Yeah. I love I love all of the things that uh, that go out there in, uh, in the Bitcoin world, in the content creation world. And um, also the first night, I think the night before uh, the conference kicked off, so after general, after the um, industry day, uh, the Lightning Ventures guys were putting on... Um, uh, Rockamoto, where they had all different Bitcoin musicians uh, playing just in like an open mic night in uh, in a bar. We we missed it. We didn't get to go, but I heard great things. Uh, Canute was there playing and singing, and a bunch oh, of other bunch of other Bitcoiners. So this is something really worth putting on 
any conference, like the night before or a closing party, just get all the Bitcoiners that can play and can sing and just get them up there, just jamming together. It's amazing. Yeah, well, I'm actually an organizer. Well, my, 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 as you will hear, my music is not a um, microphone and guitar situation. It's a selector and DJ situation and like big pumping uh, speakers. If we can get like a, a, um, Oh, what's it called a, a sound system you know mm-hmm. like like a proper dub sound system that would be the ideal because that's what i do and we do dub but well like- mark from uh the princess hotel in germany was an ex-pro dj right uh, i don't know if you know him he'll have all of that stuff yeah well i don't know what he has but like uh fucking <laughs> sound system most people don't have a sound system because it's like you make it yourself usually Right, and that would be the next step at some point to make an orange pill sound system, like uh, to build it from zero and like have it like get the truck to go with it. So you like move the truck with the sound system, and yeah, just go to I don't know, just make or <laughs> maybe that's a stupid idea. I don't know. It no, it's not. Fun. It's a great idea. <laughs> I'm already thinking of two people that would love to make you well to to be able to help you with it, and that's Max DeMarco who's pleb music on Twitter. Uh, he he would have a, a good bunch of contacts for you. And also uh, Roger9000, uh, who's ba- he's an Australian based out of the UK. He does all this wacky, funky music um, based to uh, the the backdrop of memes. He interweaves all of the memes with his music. It, it's, it's amazing. And seeing uh, it live is cool as well. Uh, there, there's going to be... You've mentioned these two guys, and before you mentioned one or two other Ma- things. Mark from the Princess Hotel in um in Germany. But before you, you mentioned but... the, the guys that do the spaces and the, the stuff. Oh, the toxic happy hour guys, yeah. yeah. Can, and you, the... can you remember all these things and just send yeah. them to me in like a um, a message yeah. afterwards now <laughs> yourself? Uh, absolutely. And in Avon Valley in um in the UK last weekend of July, over the twenty-fourth of July. There's um, a Bitcoin conference going on, family conference going on in uh, an Adventure Valley, Ad- Adventure Wildlife Park, excuse me, Avon Valley. Uh, and they're going to have uh, Dominic Frisbee's bringing his um, his band. Uh, Roger 9000 is going to be there. There's going to be uh, Joe Martin um, from, um, from Bitcoin Twitter as well, who's releasing all of his album on Fountain. So music is creeping in to Bitcoin conferences for sure. That's so cool. It's amazing because I only know about Plebrep. Um, actually, one more on Wavelake that I discovered that is also doing this music. Mm-hmm. But like that's like the only two I know. Like, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to find like Bitcoin musicians and music, and like going through Twitter and trying to actively ask people, "Hey, do you know any Bitcoin musicians?" And I didn't really get any nothing back. But right. I did know that Knut Swanholm, he was a musician. I used to, or like he, I guess, still is. Um, but he mentioned that on the Rabbit Hole uh, Stories podcast. Uh, he, he talked about his past. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. I really like uh, the way he thinks and what he's got to say and how he talks. And, and that was just like, oh, obviously, of course he's a musician. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of very talented Bitcoiners out there, that's for sure. 
Yeah, I'm always so jealous because they like they know how to do programming and play music. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll know how to do programming too. <laughs> well, I, I can do neither or even sing. So, you know, <laughs> don't don't feel too bad. You're way ahead of the crowd. <laughs> well, I, I should ask you um, like the, the final question as we uh, start wrapping up. If you had one orange pill left to give to somebody, who would you give it to and why? Whoa. Oh. Just one. <laughs> I guess I'll take it myself just in case that I <laughs> ever think. No. Double down. Think... <laughs> no, I really don't know. I mean, is there any hope left for these people? Would it be more dangerous if they get orange pill? Um, but yeah, I don't know, like some Jamie Dimon or some Christine Lagarde or someone like that. Uh, maybe Donald Trump, but maybe not him because I don't know. I, that's the thing is like these people are, would it like, would it actually be more dangerous if they get orange pills? Or does getting orange pill also mean that their psychosis would heal somehow? And you would hope so, right? I mean, it, it certainly changed the wiring of our brains. Anybody that's really um, interacted with Bitcoin for any length of time certainly feels that kind of rewiring. Definitely. But on a kind basis, like my brain mm. has been fucked up, but my heart has always been kind and pure. So what does it do with somebody who who has an evil heart and a fucked up brain? It's just like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think someone like that. And now I would just like stay and make sure that you know, it's all. You'd be the shaman. You'd be like that. You... <laughs> yeah, just in case they like go even more crazy so they don't. <laughs> Oh yeah, you just leave them on the on the boat and uh, get everybody else off onto the lifeboat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's just. I mean, how far down the rabbit hole have you gone with uh, like the Bank of International Settlements, for example, and um, and and all of that craziness when you start looking into the central banking and how it is all um, devised in the first place. Sorry, what word? I just didn't. All word. of the the central banking, how that was all, uh, you know, put together in the first place back in uh, the early nineteen hundreds. Have you gone down all of that kind of deep dark yeah, history? I, mean, I, I am still have a little bit left of the Bitcoin standard, but in the beginning of the book, it already talks about all of that, and yeah, uh. I always get like the, the dates confused and what exactly was what, but somehow I think I've got like a picture of kind of what is happening. Yeah, which you already felt intuitively. Yeah, and I think this has been happening also already since before, right? Already like in, in Rome, it happened a few times, like similar shit. Um, so yeah, I, I guess it's, but sorry, what was your question? I am. Um... 
I just wondered how how much you dug into like uh, who those ah. because you were talking about the the evil psychotic people that run the yeah. world. I just wondered how far you'd um, gone down. You know, read the Creature of Jekyll Island or the Secrets of the Federal Reserve or any of these kind of books. Like, can we also choose uh, people that are dead already to Orange Bill with that one left Orange Bill? Why not? Like, you know, it's a completely hypothetical question. Because maybe, like, somebody like um, like Thomas Edison or um, even Colon, like, that would have been people that needed to be Orange Bill. But, yeah, Thomas Edison, I think he fucked up a lot of what we think to be true today. Fucking bastard. You would have been a good per person to Orange Bill. I think a lot of things would be different right now. Do you want to elaborate on um, on that? Oh, well, he just stole uh, like 150 patterns from, from Tesla in like half a year. Like the first half year that Tesla went over there, he was working for Edison and or like the first year or something. I think the first six months he was working as a street worker and then the first year after that for Edison and Edison stole like 150 patterns of him and and like he didn't invent the light bulb and shit like that. So it's like this this part of history is totally based on a lie, just mm. as just as uh, the financing books uh, that that uh, that you're studying now in the last like hundred years in in or maybe not hundred years, but yeah, in, in America and all these big universities, they're basically basically we get fed all these lies, uh -huh. and people think that they're true. Like they think like Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. Uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, people need to spend money. If not, we get inflation. Like, what? What the fuck? Like, who? Who the hell? Like, wrote this shit? And 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 who is so stupid to just go and believe it? Like, it just yeah makes me really pissed off. Yeah, I, I love, I love uh, Tesla. He's like for me like one of the greatest people that have ever existed, and I, I think it's so horrible what has been done to him and the way like his life ended. And you know, Edison burned down Tesla's home twice. Like his whole home, he just burned down his whole fuck. Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right, and that's why I say, you know, the, these education systems, they, uh, there's, there's not a curriculum there. There's an agenda, and that agenda is to feed you with a bunch of bullshit that has been, uh the, the narrative has been crafted in such a way to have you believe in certain things and just be able to parrot them. Like uh, World War I started in 1914 because the Franz uh, Ferdinand got shot by uh, Princip, the, uh, the black hand of Serbian terrorist. Yeah, just everybody recite that at the same time. Good society done. It's like, no, everybody's learning the same thing from the same pages. Slightly different depending on which border, you know, in air quote, that you, you are surrounded <laughs> by. Um, and we just need to be free of it because it is just an indoctrination machine. So, yeah, fuck pattern, pa patterns. Uh, what's it? Yep. Uh, and open source, everything. Like Jack exactly. Manor. And then we don't have that problem anymore. No, we have free market open competition where things get better and cheaper at the same time. Who would have thunk a thing? You know, it, it... yeah, that that's something we were talking about with Julian when we were walking down the market in in Istanbul because there is all these cheap suitcases there, like literally every 
every shop has like hundreds of fake suitcases. And I was saying like, if you use so many raw materials to produce a lot of trash that breaks after two days, you even you need even more raw materials to produce that trash again. But now what happens is that the guys that are actually trying to make good suitcases, they also need to pay more for the raw materials because there is less, because so much, like 80% of them get used for shit crap, which if you would produce good stuff out of it, you would pr have to produce, let's say, 10% instead of 80. So you suddenly have like 70% more raw materials that would make uh, the price go a lot lower. So you'd, find, you'd have like some dude that's making a really good suitcase, and it's actually not that expensive because mm -hmm. he doesn't have to pay a liver for the raw materials that are so expensive because there's 80% being used for shit. So it's like this is unbelievable. Yeah. That's what fiat money does. Fiat money that gets printed into oblivion and random subsidies to certain uh, sectors is it's just there's that is where the evil really lies. So what Julian said is like if you have yeah, fiat money creates so inflation creates um cheap and loads of products and the opposite, no, if you've got hard money, you also get less but higher quality products. Mm -hmm. So you yeah, you have less rubbish basically. <laughs> Yeah, and that product will just be iterated and iterated upon by entrepreneurs in the market that see that product and know that they can make it better because there isn't a patent on it. And because it's not subsidized, they can go out and compete in the free and open market and make something better for cheaper. And if you have to pay it out of your own pocket, yep. then you're going to think twice mm -hmm. about if you want to plastic wrap the food that you're selling Yes. Or maybe it is not necessary to plastic wrap it. Maybe I can just sell like tomatoes like that. Like maybe I don't need to put them on a cardboard box around plastic. And suddenly I think, yeah, I, I believe it's going to change everything. And I know um, lots of Bitcoiners do not agree with me on that level, but I do believe that Bitcoin will solve most of these things. And the only things that Bitcoin will not solve is just, well, there is always going to be a psychopath somewhere. And that is not something that can be solved with Bitcoin or medicine. or That's just like a, a, um, a mistake in the production. No, like if you get a computer and there is a chip missing, well, the thing is just not going to work or not going to work properly. And you cannot, you cannot like reprogram it and then it works. It's just like you need to have that missing part. And if it's mm -hmm. not there, that's just it. And, and and I think that there is people that actually do have missing parts. So that is something that we always will have to deal with. And But it will but be easier to recognize and it will be less. Yes, it will be, be easier to recognize. And instead of that, because today in, in the way that our society has been set up, those people get elevated, you know, like the in the classic corporate world, like the the office psychopath all of a sudden is running the floor. You're like, huh? How did that happen? <laughs> it's because they have zero empathy and they can fire whoever they want when they want. And they have that that yearn for power. So they will do anything to get it. 
Whereas yeah. if we, and because the fiat incentives are more money, more money, more money, that person will reach the top. Whereas you flip that on its head, we can self, you know, sort ourselves out and, and look, well, that guy is clearly, he's not here for the thing, for whatever we're building, yeah, the for the team, the for the love of the product, for the love of the service. He's here to get to the top by any means necessary and um, trample all over everybody else, like uh, Edison, yeah, who you talked about before. Stuff. Right. It's so, so nice. <laughs> with, when we flip that on its head, those incentives go away and you self-sort. And these people get shunned from society again rather than elevated. Yes. Uh, and this is where that, that Bitcoin does fix that. You know, if there's a problem, Bitcoin will fix it. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, my God, it's so nice to hear you say that. Yes, that's exactly what I believe. And it will take some time, of course, maybe even some hundreds of years. But we're maybe. on the right track, Or I maybe think. it just takes a decade because people wake up very, yeah. very quickly. And when they wake up, there's no going back. When your Samsung, eyes are open, they're open. Samsung just tweeted this morning. He said, people do not realize how fast Bitcoin can flip. Yeah. <laughs> like in a couple of in a couple of days, maybe weeks, it can double or triple in price. Like people do not realize that that is possible. And I was like, oh fuck yeah! And and if that if that is possible, then yeah, it is also possible that it might just take ten years. And then because I mean, these people are old and they are dying, and the new generation is coming. And mm -hmm. yes, and the new generation will be free. Because, you know, the, the stackers, the, the people that hold the Bitcoin, um, when we do have that, well, everybody's got a point, you know, Bitcoin's going to soar through a certain point where they can turn around and say, oh, I don't have to work 10 hours a day anymore for this, this fiat lifestyle that I'm trying to, you know, just run a thousand miles an hour to stand still. I can now step away and provide value to a Bitcoin project or start my own Bitcoin project, like you with your music or whatever it is. It's just getting to that point. And so all of a sudden, every $10,000 that the price appreciates in Bitcoin, goodness knows how many people are being freed in the Bitcoin space to walk away from their fiat job and start giving back to the ecosystem, building an app, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Orange Pill App, the perfect example. Mateo now is in a place where he can build Orange Pill App, bring people together, the events tab on on that app now is so populated it's incredible there is so much going on um so yeah remain bullish remain hopeful anybody listening bitcoin mermaid is here to tell you that it's gonna be fine we got this yeah totally i totally believe it. if anybody can do it then it's us and and we are doing it so i always say like bitcoin gave me back hope but when el salvador adopted it like hope that was it. Now it's a reality. Now that's just it. There's no reason to doubt anymore. <laughs> Bitcoin is reality. There you go. New tagline. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been great to hang out. Nice to meet you. Um, we'll look into whether we can get across to Lugano and then we'll be able to meet in person. If not, hopefully um, we'll be able to meet in person at some other point. And uh, thank you for... Um, for for giving Orange Pill app a, a whirl, I'm I'm glad it's really helped out, and um, you're going to meet more people, and um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Let let the people know 
the best way to contact you and where they might be able to uh, find you. And um, if you're doing any more meetups, uh, where, where they can find the, uh, the details for that. Thank you so much, Daniel. I can only say this. It was so nice to talk to you and meet you. And I'm so happy to help Orange Pill Up in any way. Just let me know I'm here. And I want one of those hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to contact me, yeah, um, over Twitter is the best way. Just the Bitcoin Mermaid. Um and yeah, you can follow me on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on Wavelake. Uh, if I do any other events in my nice little home, I will be posting them on Orange Pill app events. And there you can also contact me with my handle um, Solarpunk13, I think it is, on on um, Orange Pill app. And yes, I would be very happy to uh, get in touch with more Bitcoin musicians, obviously only Bitcoin only musicians. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, hopefully we'll see each other soon. Somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely meet in real life. Take care and have a good day. Bye. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that rip with the Bitcoin mermaid. I hope you can feel her passion and take something away from this. You know, take away from this interview how much Bitcoin has given this young lady hope and changed her life. She just shared with us some very deep personal stories about her life growing up as a child and then as a young adult. And how that made her feel and how that made her feel, uh, you know, nihilistic, for want of a better word. Uh, and how Bitcoin has changed that completely and given her hope. And now she wants to completely give herself to this sector, uh, this thing, this network, this, this money, uh, this tribe of people. Uh, make music for it and uh, work for it and meet people within it and uh, I'm sure that resonates with a lot of people listening to this and I know it does because everybody I meet at these conferences that I uh, that we go around to uh, it's all the same thing I, people stand there and talk to you as thank goodness I found these people that think the way I think that see things the way I see things uh, because it is going to drive you nuts if you're just pissing into the wind in fiat normiland with nobody there to to lean on to have these discussions with uh it's very lonely and that's what orange pill app is for just download it see if there's anybody around the corner or across the town from you or even 50 miles away that you can just go and meet and say hi sit across a table from each other and have a conversation i remember very vividly the first time i met a very good friend of mine here in the south of France. We just sat down and we didn't want to stop, but we only had about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And we've been very close friends ever since and our families, uh, in fact. And I just, um, I know this is gonna keep happening. This is the, the social layer of Bitcoin, the network effect, and this is what is going to bring on more projects, more education, keep you know driving this forward. Th th these conversations 
are so necessary. So get to a conference. Like I said at the beginning, there are so many now coming up. You can use the code BITTEN. Uh, you should be able to get a discount on most of them. Certainly at uh, Surfing Bitcoin in Biarritz, then uh, Bitcoin Amsterdam, then at Liberty in our lifetime in Prague, put on by the Free Cities Foundation. Uh, then uh, I'm forgetting, but Bitcoin Atlantis, that just dropped. Riga, yes, you'll get a discount there if you use the code BITTEN. So just try them all out. And uh, show sponsors, thank you as always for showing your support. Swan Bitcoin, Relay, Hodl Hodl, and Coin Corner, the place to go and stack your sats. Wasabi Wallet to up your privacy, Bitbox to take self custody, and Mempool.space for everything you do in the education arena. And uh, yeah, your website is amazing. Consensus Network, big up. Thank you very much for hosting the video version of this on your YouTube. Go grab a book from Consensus, guys. I'll catch you on the next show.